Welcome back to the podcast, everybody, for Thomas Nash Talk. I thought the name Thomas Nash was familiar. I thought maybe I'd heard it before, and therefore I thought that Thomas's poetry might be excellent, but I don't really think it was. It was very rhymy. And also probably ruined in part by the fact that I was hiccuping all through yesterday's episode. I'm happy to announce that the hiccups have gone. They have finally relented and I've flooded with relief. Uh, Now I've just got a very sniffly nose, but uh, you know, life goes on. Um, Swim, said the Mama Fishy, uh, said... Thomas Nash is an interesting man. He was an Elizabethan pamphleteer who courted controversy, but during his short life was also one of the most prolific and influential satirists and poets of the poets of the time. Nash also wrote some erotic poetry, including the notable example The Choice of the Valentines in the early part of the 1590s. The work was largely criticised for its obscenity at the time, but was seen later as a fairly standard example of what many consider as Elizabethan pornography. He often produced these works to get some quick money when his purse was empty and made no apologies for doing so. Damn. I feel like we should read one. (laughs) Spring, um, the spring poem, is a song from Thomas Nash's Summer's Last Will and Testament, is a play that was notable in the development of the English Renaissance drama. This was the only play that Nash wrote by himself, as his other traumatic works were collaborations. Summer's Last Will and Testament is a pastoral play, and the four seasons are personified through different characters. Uh, An adieu, farewell, earth bliss. Well, what can we say about that? We can easily sub in 2020 for 1593. It's about the coming of a pandemic, I suppose, or an, uh, a plague, or, or whatever, it, whatever it was. But uh, sad poem. I liked that one. I liked it more than the first one. The first one seemed a little bit rhymy for me, and of course, it was just another "How Good Is Spring" poem. Now, I'd love to read one of these <coughs> porno poems and just see exactly how tame a porno poem from the 1500s really is Uh, but I can't find any examples on hand so I wouldn't even know what to search for to find them Thomas Nash porn poems Um, let's just move on to today's poets shall we it's Thomas Campion born 1567 question mark died 1619 and the first poem is called Cherry Ripe. There is a garden in her face where roses and white lilies blow, a heavenly paradise in that place wherein all pleasant fruits do flow. There cherries grow which none may buy till cherry ripe themselves do cry. Those cherries fairly do enclose of oriental pearl a double row which when her lovely laughter shows they look like rosebuds filled with snow yet them nor peer nor prince can buy till cherry ripe themselves do cry her eyes like angels watch them still 
Her brows like bended bows do stand, threatening with piercing frowns to kill all that attempt with eye or hand those sacred cherries to come nigh till cherry ripe themselves do cry. This poem is called Laura. Rose-cheeked Laura, come, sing thou smoothly with thy beauties, silent music, either other sweetly gracing. Lovely forms do flow from consent, divinely framed, heaven in music, heaven is music, and thy beauty's birth is heavenly. These dull notes we sing, discords, need for help to grace them. Only beauty, purely loving, knows no discord, but still moves delight, like clear springs renewed by flowing, ever perfect, ever in themselves eternal. This poem is called One. Follow thy... Actually, I think this is a set called Devotion. Part one. Follow thy fair sun, unhappy shadow. Thou, though be black as night, and she made of all light, yet follow thy fair sun, unhappy shadow. Follow her whose light thy light depriveth, though here thou livest disgraced, and she in heaven is placed. Yet follow her whose light the world reviveth. Follow those pure beams whose beauty burneth, that so have scorched thee, as thou still black must be, till her kind beams thy black to brightness turneth. Follow her while yet her glory shineth. There comes a luckless night that will dim all her light, and this the black unhappy shade divineth. Follow still, since so thy fate's ordained. The sun must have this shade. Till both at once do fade, the sun still proud, the shadow still disdained. Part 2 Follow your saint, follow with accents sweet. Haste you, sad notes, fall at her flying feet. There, wrapped in cloud of sorrow, pity move, and tell the ravisher of my soul I perish for her love. But if she scorns my never-ceasing pain, then burst with sighing in her sight and never return again. All that I sung still to her praise did tend. Still she was first, still she my songs did end. Yet she my love and music doth both fly, the music that her echo is and beauty's sympathy. Then let my notes pursue her scornful flight, it shall suffice that they were breathed and died for her delight. This one's called Vibscum Est Europe. When thou must home to shades of underground, and there arrived a new admired guest, the beauteous spirits do ingrit thee round with Iope, Bleeth, Helen, and the rest. To hear the stories of thy finished love from that smooth tongue whose music hell can move, then wilt thou speak of banqueting delights and masks and revels which sweet youth did make, and tawnies and great challenges of knights, and all these triumphs for thy beauty's sake. When thou hast told these honours done to thee, then tell, O tell, how thou didst murder me. 
hymn in praise of Neptune. Of Neptune's empire let us sing, at whose command the waves obey, and to whom the rivers tribute pay, down the high mountains sliding, to whom the scaly nation yields. Homage for the crystal fields, wherein they dwell, and every sea dog pays a gem, yearly out of his watery cell, watery cell, uh, to deck great Neptune's diadem. The tritons dancing in a ring before his palace gates do make, the water with their echoes quake, like the great thunder sounding. The sea nymphs chant their accents shrill, and the sirens taught to kill with their sweet voice, make every echoing rock, rock reply unto their gentle murmuring noise, the praise of Neptune's empery. Winter Nights Now winter nights enlarge the number of their hours and clouds, their storms discharge upon the airy towers. Let now the chimneys blaze, and cups overflow with wine, let well-tuned words amuse with harmony divine. Now yellow waxen lights shall wait on honey love, while youthful revels, masks, and courtly sights, sleeps laden, spells remove. This time doth well dispense, with lovers long discourse, much speech hath some defence, though beauty no remorse. All do not all things well, some measures comely tread, some knotted riddles tell, some poems smoothly read. The summer hath his joys, and winter his delights, though love and all his pleasures are but toys, they shorten tedious nights. Integer Vitae The man of life upright, whose guiltless heart is free from all dishonest deeds or thought of vanity, the man whose silent days in harmless joys are spent, whom hopes cannot delude nor sorrow discontent, that man needs neither towers nor armour for defence, nor secret vaults to fly from thunder's violence. He only can behold, with unaffrighted eyes, the horrors of the deep and terrors of the skies. Thus, scorning all the cares that fate or fortune brings, he makes the heaven his book, his wisdom heavenly things. Good thoughts, his own friends, his wealth, a well-spent age, the earth, his sober inn and quiet pilgrimage. last one is called Oh Come Quickly. Never weather-beaten sail more willing bent to shore, never tired pilgrim's limb defected slumber more than my wearied sprite now longs to fly out of my troubled breast. Oh come quickly, sweetest lord, and take my soul to rest. Ever blooming are the joys of heaven's high paradise. Cold age deaths not there our ears, nor vapour dims our eyes. Glory there the sun outshines whose beams blessed only see. O come quickly, glorious Lord, and raise my spirit to thee. I like that last one the best, I think. Um, Alright, lovely. Thanks for listening, folks. See you tomorrow.